guess it's time for me to take some attendance. Freddy Gonzalez? Oh, that's me. Check, I'm here. Pitchers? Pitchers. Pitchers? I don't see any pitchers. Catchers? Catchers. Catchers! Where the hell are the catchers? Wait a minute, the pitchers and the catchers aren't here? What am I going to do? You there with the broom in your hand. Where are the pitchers and catchers? Freddy, it's February 19th. All the pitchers and catchers are down in Florida. Oh, crap. Do I got to be there for that, too? The dog days of winter are over. Pitchers and catchers have reported. All is right in the world. And you are listening to Grissom on the Run. The Atlanta Braves from a fan's perspective. So it's been more than a year, but here we are. We're back. I've got another episode for you. I know you've been waiting a long time. Still here on the Benview Network. I'm the only sports podcast. We were doing that long before Nerdist decided they wanted to do sports podcasts. I'm just kidding. I love you, Jonah Carey. Now that I have a lot more time, this will be a regular podcast. It'll um, be once a month, and it'll be throughout the course of the season and probably most of the off-season. And on, and on this show, I would like to kind of just go over our offense, go over pitching, and just whatever else kind of just rolls off my mind. So after, after a crazy year and a half of, of trade after trade after trade, pretty much no one being safe, um, except for Freddie Gonzalez, or not Freddie Gonzalez, Freddie Freeman, um, I'm pretty sure Freddie Gonzalez is not safe, even though they do like him, they like him a lot, which that's neither here nor there. Um, I think statistics and, and just evidence historical evidence has shown that sometimes it's it's not the manager that that wins you a, a championship it's kind of the pieces you build and and as long as the manager doesn't get in the way to screw it up you can win and i think freddie is capable of something like that but um looking at the offense we have a lot of new guys um at the at the major league level they got ender Enciarte, they got eric ibar uh, they brought over Tyler Flowers, who I think is um, he's a, he's a good. They got him on a two year deal at a, at a at a decent price, and I think he is a really nice kind of defensive um, stopgap until they find a, a good catching prospect to to draft and to kind of cultivate. Because typically catchers take longer to get ready. You know, when was the last time you saw an eighteen year old? phenom catching prospect that was called up to the major league level it, it doesn't happen so i think they're doing a really good thing with aj Przinski and tyler flowers you know aj Przinski will probably play 100 games tyler flowers will do the rest of 62 or so um and tyler flowers is known as being a good framer i mean he he did a great job he was chris sales per- personal catcher he um a lot of different articles you read about him based on his his big size guys that are taller and, and have big frames are usually good at at um framing framing pitches and getting calls that normally shouldn't be called and he did a great job with chris sale and even uh jose quintana and carlos Rendon when he got called up last year so i think what they're doing this year 
um, is they're kind of hoping that Pierzynski, um well, obviously he's not going to have the same kind of offensive outburst that he had last year. Um, like it was his best year since 2009. But he'll, he'll be capable enough and, and Tyler Flowers will be the kind of, he'll be like the Eddie Perez, the Paul Baco kind of defensive catcher that kind of helps cultivate these, these young pitchers because what we have is a lot of young pitchers not only in the minor leagues, but at the at the um, at the major league level, you have Julio Tehran, who's 25, Matt Whistler, who's younger than that, Manny Banuelos, um, Williams Perez. I know Fultonetovich; he's going to be um, more than likely still recovering, so he'll be on the DL to start the season. So we have a lot of young guys, um, you know, and it's it's good to have these these veteran catchers to help them through the tough times and I think we saw that last year in the second half with Julio Tehran AJ Przinsky kind of helped him out so I think those two at catcher are good um Ender Inciarte in the outfield he can play every position he um is a solid hitting uh, outfielder he's not going to hurt us in the outfield he has some good speed he can play all positions he's a very easy you know it's, it's difficult in the outfield given that there are three different positions to be a gold glover, but he is a gold glove caliber outfielder. And um, he's just going to make our outfield better, even though there is quite the, uh, quite the log jam in, uh, in the outfield. Um, when, you have, when you have Hector Oliveira, Michael Bourne, Nick Markakis, and Nick Swisher, and then possibly I was listening to an interview the other day um, on Atlanta Baseball Talk where they said that Malik Smith might even make the opening day roster if he plays well in spring. And so if you have five or six guys, obviously all of them can't make the uh, the major league roster. But what I think they're doing as far as from an offensive standpoint is they have a lot of guys that can play multiple positions. They have Kelly Johnson who can play everywhere in the infield. Um, I mean, not so much shortstop, but he can in a pinch. And Kelly Johnson can also play left field. Hector Oliveira can play third and left. Jace Peterson can play second, short, third, and I'm pretty sure he's athletic enough um, to play left field. Indian Ciarte, like I said, can play everywhere in the outfield. Uh, Nick Swisher plays first, and, and, and he can play the corner outfield spots. So they have a lot of guys, um, even Emilio Bonifacio, he'll play multiple spots everywhere except for kind of right field Gordon Beckham is a second baseman he can also play third so I think what they're going to do is just try to what Freddie Gonzalez really loves to do is just play the hot hand um series to series go series to series play the hot hand um rotating players the only I think the only um guys that have solidified their their spots so obviously will be Freddie Freeman and Pierzynski except for every couple of days you know Pierzynski will get a day off and um I know Ender and Ciarte, he'll be in there the majority of the time. They want him to probably be playing 150-plus games. So that that bodes pretty well. It's I think they're still going to do what they, they were trying to do last year, which is just have guys that are on base more. But um, now that we have Adonis Garcia and Hector Oliveira, these guys, I think, if you put them 
um, I think Roster Resource has their lineup as in, in their Enciarte at the top, in the two-hole, Ibar, Marquecas in the three, Freddie Freeman at four, Garcia fifth, although they don't they have Przinsky sixth, Jace Peterson seventh, and Bourne eighth. Um, so there's really no spot there for Hector Oliveira, but I think if you... I, I personally would either have Freeman hit second or have Marquecas still hit second like he did last year and have Enciarte uh, at the top. Maybe do Enciarte, um, Marquecas, and then Freeman and then have Oliveira or Garcia behind him. And then, then in the middle, you can have somebody like uh, Pierzynski or Jace Peterson just to switch it up because I know we are definitely very uh, left-handed um, heavy as far as an offense is concerned, but you, you do have guys like Bonifacio as a switch hitter, Nick Swisher as a switch hitter um, that, that'll that kind of balance out the lineup, but, but just having... Um, a couple more thumpers in there with Garcia and, and Oliveira. I think he will develop. Um, you know, everyone was clamoring over him last year, and the Dodgers signed him, so there's got to be something there to that effect. I think this team will be a lot better. They'll have guys on base a lot more, especially if you can bat someone like Michael Bourne um, eighth and... You know he'll he'll get walked because they'll put the they'll have a, they'll put the pitcher on, and as long as there aren't two outs in the the inning, you know the pitcher will sacrifice. Bourne will get the second, and then you have Enciarte. You can hit it up the gap, and there's another run. I think that's a nice little lineup that we have going on here, um, and I, it really opens up the room for trades. You can trade, especially if like. Swisher has a good spring. I think you can trade um, Swisher, get a little something in return, I don't know, whether it's for the major league roster or for the minor leagues, even if it's just a veteran asset that you, you know, a veteran relief pitcher that you're putting in the in the minors at AAA or something like that. Um, it, I think that's just, we have a lot of depth it's it's not very good. It's not. I mean, it's not great depth, but it's veteran talent that a lot of teams, especially either to begin the year or towards the end of the year, they can prove to be commodities for um, contending teams that they would need to kind of um, round out their bench. So I, I like what we're doing on the offense. Um, I, I don't see us being this crazy offensive juggernaut, but I see us being better than last year. I think Ibar, if you look at the stats, he, he is comparable to um, Andrelton Simmons from an offensive standpoint. Obviously, he, he can't be um, obviously he can't be an equivalent defensively to Simba, but offensively, he, he's just as good and maybe even better. And he's a switch hitter, which is nice. So having that that flexibility in the lineup, you can put him wherever. I personally think I might bat him a little bit lower in the lineup, but um, I think we're looking very very good um, from an offensive standpoint. You know, it's something because there were obviously last year, the first half of the season was just a, an anomaly, a fluke. It was a lot of good luck, things went our way, 
and it was exciting to watch, especially because um, for me personally, I went into last season not expecting anything, and the fact that we we had won our first like five or six games in a row, and and at least the month of April was a very it was a, a an over five hundred month. It was exciting to to be a fan, and 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 it, you know maybe maybe there was some some faith in in, in John Hart and Coppola and Sherholtz that they knew what they were doing and that this year wasn't or 2015 wasn't going to be as bad as what maybe people on you know Twitter and Reddit and things like that and 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 journalists were making it out to be so it was fun to to watch all that and then obviously the second half um, that's when uh, Cinderella she came back from the ball so I like this year 2016 is going to be a lot better to watch from an offensive standpoint um, there'll be a lot of struggles there'll be times where it's just unwatchable but the cool thing is you can watch guys and just try to try to see how they improve watch their their weaknesses watch their strengths and 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 then there's going to be calls for there might be calls for Dansby Swanson there might be calls for Malik Smith if he doesn't make the opening day roster how long before um, these guys get get called up I obviously I don't think Swanson is called up this year I don't think they want to start his clock that soon. I think maybe they want to have him compete next year um, in the 2017 spring, and maybe he's a, a face at the the opening of SunTrust Park. But this will this will be good from for good offense for us to watch this year. You switch over to the pitching side, looking at the starters. We have, well, if I didn't have uh, my mouse on the wrong part of the page, you'd have something interesting for me to look at. All right, so for starters, you know, we have Julio Tehran. I think they want him to be our, 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 our ace or our equivalent of what we can put out as an ace. And I love Julio. Um, if you ever... Obviously, I, I live in, in Southern California, but if you ever go to a Padres game or a Giants game when they play the Braves and Julio's pitching, you'll hear me do my version of Susu Studio. Whenever he gets a strikeout, I do Hu, Hu, Julio, because I, I, I love the guy. I think he has a lot of moxie that that you need as a, as a starting pitcher. You need to have kind of a bulldog attitude, and I think... Um, Julio Tehran has something similar to like an attitude similar to like a Pedro Martinez not saying that his his uh, mechanics or, or pitching is anything like Pedro Martinez um, but he has a similar mindset of not being afraid to pitch in not being afraid to throw pitches in certain counts and who you know up until or up until last season we all loved Julio Tehran and I think he can uh, based on the second half of last season, um, I think he can go back to being this potential ace that we had. And, you know, you have someone like Matt Whistler as a number two. Like, that is a, a great, it is a, a tremendous task to put forth for a 23-year-old to say, hey, going into your first first full major league season in your, in your second year, your sophomore year, you're going to be our number two guy and we need you to deliver like you did last year. Obviously, he had some growing pains, um, but apparently, working with Tom Glavin, he's going to have a, a better changeup. 
to go along with his his curve and, and his fastball. I think Matt Whistler can he can take go leaps and bounds. He can make a, a greater step this year and improve upon what he did last year. And and then I think in our third spot you have we'll have Bud Norris. Even though I don't think I really don't understand why we have Bud Norris. I think they should have given Mike Miner a year one year five million dollar deal we did it last year to uh what eric stoltz i think we did the same thing with wandy rodriguez before we cut cut him um let me know if i'm wrong on that you can tweet at me at chris on run on the chris on the run on twitter let me know if i'm wrong on that but i think we also offered uh wandy rodriguez five million for a year and you know we traded for traded for trevor cahill why not have mike mike minor has more talent than bud norris um I guess when Miner is on, granted he he's coming back from a lot. He, what he's coming back from is is a tall task, but I, I feel like from a from a fan's perspective, from an entertainment's perspective, why not put a guy that every fan is familiar with? You know, we can root for him. This is a Vandy guy. This is a guy close to the Atlanta region, the Georgia region. As a fan, as a fan of the team and as a fan being fans from the uh, the southeast people can root for him myself as a fan of the braves obviously i'm gonna root for him i don't know why we don't have him there but we have bud norris who is a very capable kind of back in, back of the end rotation and we're gonna ask him to be a little bit more than that kind of like when they when they signed Derek lowe um like when they picked up aaron harangue you're you're hoping that they can kind of turn in a gem of a performance here and there and just be capable and, and also be a good veteran presence in the locker room. So um, hopefully Bud Norris is that. Um, then I think you have to have a lefty in there. So that's going to be Bonuelos, which I really liked watching him last year. I thought he um, was just tremendous. He showed a lot of confidence had had a lot of um, poise and just was very exciting to watch and so I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do with the Braves and then when you get into the number five spot there's a lot of talk about who it could be it could be um, Ryan Weber it could be uh, Williams Perez it could be anybody it could even be um, Aaron Blair, it could be um, Sean Newcomb, it could be anybody that is our number five starter until maybe Fultinovich comes back and we see how he does. I myself, I kind of am rooting for Williams Perez. I liked his story last year. I also like that guy had a lot of guts out there. Um, you know, great changeup. I'm a sucker for a changeup and um, threw a really good sinker as well. Um, I would like to see him get the first shot at the number five, but who knows? I think they might even make another trade and get someone else for the starting rotation. But I think this starting rotation, because it's so young, is going to have its ups and downs. Um, but it, I think for for a Braves fan, it's going to be must see TV. Like we, this will be something fun for us to watch because you, we can see on a nightly basis how these young guys make make changes and improve themselves 
um, going through different adversities that, that, that a starting pitcher that is under 25 years old is going to go through. So when you move over to the bullpen, the bullpen, I, I think, is very, very fascinating. It is, I think it's packed with a lot of names. There are um, guys coming back from injury. You have uh, Chris Winthrow, Shea Simmons coming back. I think Simmons, Simmons will be back in June. And uh, Withrow, who we got from the Dodgers last year, um, he'll be he'll I think he's going to be in camp um, there there's also John Gant who we got in the trade um, I don't know if really Grilly cheese will be back by the time of camp or if he'll be maybe the beginning of April but I don't know who, who are they going to use as the closers if it's Cayeno is it Jim Johnson is it Grilly it I really don't care who it is. I think um, before they ch- traded Kimbrel last year, they had Jim, Zon- Jim Johnson, they had Jason Greeley, and and Kimbrel. That is a really nice uh, seven, eight, nine. You, you you know, especially for our young starters, we need the the back end of the bullpen. Which for I think in the National League we have the second worst bullpen, only to Colorado, which means you really just had the worst bullpen. Um, so we need the 7th, 8th, and 9th to be locked down. And I think with Vizcaino and with, with Jim Johnson and, and Grilly, obviously it, it's, it's a lot to ask. I mean, there's a lot of luck that has to go our way because Jim Johnson has to be Jim Johnson when he was with the Braves. I mean, even when Grilly went down and, and before Vizcaino, Vizcaino took over after his suspension, Jim Johnson was our closer, and he was effective um, before they shipped him out. And then when they shipped him out, he went back to looking like uh, the Jim Johnson who was with the A's and not the one with the, was with the Orioles. So if if we have that Jim Johnson pitching the seventh and Greeley pitching the eighth, Vizcaino pitching the ninth, or maybe it's uh, Vizcaino in the eighth, and they're kind of just grooming Vizcaino for a year, kind of like Kimbrel went... Um, when Wagner was here if they do something like that I think we're very effective and um, then you can throw in Ian Kroll or, or Withrow um, or whoever else I don't know if you have Brandon Kniff or even um, I think they should really give a shot in spring to Lucas Sims and and have him not that Lucas Sims not Lucas Sims from Fallout um, the, the Lucas Sims uh, the, the darling of this past uh, year's uh, Arizona Fall League. I think they should give him a chance in the bullpen and see if he can really make strides. And who knows, maybe you can push him up to be our, our fifth starter, but just give him some innings in the, in the bullpen, or he can even be our long man. Just um, not that you really want a young guy to be your long man. I think that's more of a, a, a veteran role or or a veteran minor leaguer role. He's kind of your mop-up guy or whatever. But I really want to see Lucas Sims either in the bullpen or not so much in the starting rotation just because I, I don't know if he, he profiles that way. But it'd just be nice to see him there. So I really... I it's I like our, our bullpen, and I think there's some great potential there to kind of... Um, 
to kind of give aid to the, to the starting pitching because who knows what's going to happen to it. And um, our starting, starting pitching will be, I think it'll look dynamite at times, and I think it'll look ugly, just very similar to last year. Um, until 2017 rolls around, I think they're going to have some guys that are a little bit more ready. Like I, I know Blair and, and, um, and Sean Newcomb are probably the closest, but I really think, um, I forgot to bring him up, uh, Tyrell Jenkins, a.k.a. Brother Jenkins on Twitter, I think maybe he has a chance of winning the fifth starter spot. Um, it would be really nice to watch him. Uh, he made, you know, he was our minor league pitcher of the year last year, and, and he made strides coming over from St. Louis. And I think it would be good to see if he, if maybe he wins the, um, the fifth spot or maybe all these guys pitch pitch good and bud norris is our um maybe bud norris doesn't pitch well in april and he becomes our kind of long man similar to what like eric stoltz was last year so i think kind of just based off what i'm saying there's a lot of similarities for the starting rotation everything is kind of similar offense and 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 our pitching is it's similar to last year but it looks like they've set us up, you know, the Capoella and Hart. They've set us up to maybe look a little bit better this year. You know, who's to, who knows, but it's going to be exciting to watch. And that's for certain. And um, I think that's, that's, that's all I really have to say for our pitching. And I just, I, I'm really excited. I've been ever since December rolled around. Ever since our first trade, the, the Andrelton Simmons trade, I've been really excited as as a Braves fan to see what we were going to do. And I've been so I've been ex- excited since December to uh, for baseball to start. I, I am I am ready. Um, it, it's this is this is the right time of the year. This is for me when all things make sense. The world is crazy, but when the Braves are here and the Braves are playing, all all is right. Like I said at the top of the show, all is right at the in the world when the Braves are here. Um, so just can't wait for the season to start. You can look forward to seeing some more or hearing more of this this podcast let me know if you liked it let me know what you didn't like if you disagree with whatever i say i would love to hear your disagreements um or things that you liked that i said which is probably none of it it's all hot garbage coming out of my mouth i think for the most part but if you liked it let me know you can tweet at me i'm at grissom on the run on twitter um that you can find the show's page that is benviewnetwork.com slash g-o-t-r that's grissom on the run i'm smart um you can go to benview network and find all great podcasts there um nerd's eye view benson's boombox um popsicles many other great podcasts that uh are entertainment based um you can find that there at benviewnetwork.com um you can find me on Twitter. Like I said, I am at Grissom on the run. I'll say it again, at Grissom on the run. And uh, until then, I am Matthew Esposito, and I'm here to chop.
Rest in peace, Tommy Hansen. Tommy Hansen will take to the mound. And the big righty will make his big league debut. Jill Simpson, exciting times to watch this young man pitch. Got him swinging. First major league strikeout for Tommy Hansen.